0: What's up? We are live. Uh, My name is Chad Hassan. This is the A Sea of Red live podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe our YouTube channel so that way uh, we can get the algorithms working on our side. Um, Just a side note, about three months ago we had 130 subscribers. We're up to 410. Thank you guys for that. That has been huge. Um, Love the uh, love the 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 engagement on youtube and the chat that's always fun in the comments so jump on over there and uh new camera angle um i don't think so ct uh it might just be my uh it might just be my hat i don't know what's going on but it is fun to be back we haven't been doing this for a while so uh shout out to producer nick kirby he is uh always always on the spot here putting these things together. And uh, he's doing this live from his uh, family Christmas in Cincinnati, so we appreciate him. Uh, th- what are we gonna get to tonight? We have Kyle Diarman, main man legend. Uh, he brings such a perspective. He's a fan. He's an alumni. He former coach, former player. I mean, you name it, he can bring the perspective. And the great thing is he can switch back and forth like like we can't do that. and uh, he he does that so well. Looking forward to talking to him, recapping the season um let's see who, who else we got we got brendan schlittler talking to him he had a fantastic 2022 campaign uh you know played most most every game i think every game and a lot of snaps every game so uh he had a, a good healthy season looking forward to recapping with him some of the big moments we had let's see we got richie long shots uh, coming up, giving his picks during the bowl game. Um, you're better off looking, watching his basketball picks. But uh, he's he's here for entertainment tonight during the football show. And then lastly, we've got uh, John Manson, creator, founder, all things to see of Red, the man who give us this platform and uh, built this thing for all of us to kind of share our opinions. And uh, you know, he's just been pumping out content uh, for ten years that we none of us can live without. Uh, I am a, you know, what you would consider and a Sea of Red contributor, and I still have the notifications set for a Sea of Red. I read every single article. I can't get enough of it. It's made been, being a Liberty fan so much more fun and engaging and just in-depth. So thank you, John. We will have him on here in a minute. Um, yeah, we'll get to all that stuff with those upcoming guests. Um, housekeeping. This is our last football show. It's been a wonderful ride this season. Um, we will... Um, Nick and Will will continue the basketball show throughout the season. Um, you know, we'll come back sometime in the summer and do a couple couple of football preview shows, but uh, you know, we've we've hit every Tuesday night during the season, um, you know, pretty consistently. Um, a lot a lot of shout-outs, a lot of things goes to first of all Todd Wetmore. Um, he's in communications director for the football team. He is top-notch, always responds, always helpful. Um. Thank you, Todd, for helping get this together. Um, let's see. Who else needs a shout-out? Brendan, thank you for coming on every time. Jason Porter, real Estate at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Jason, uh, for helping, helping make this thing possible financially and then also coming on the show um, with us pretty regular. Who else needs a shout-out on tonight's show? We got a new sponsor, Ironclad Coffee in Richmond. I've uh, been drinking it every morning. And uh, typically, I drink two cups of coffee with that stuff. I only have one or I get the jitters. So it is good stuff. Uh, looking forward to stopping there in Richmond and checking those guys out. Thank you to all of our guests. I mean, we've had guests from Stingray to uh, Harry Minium at ODU to Gabe Henderson up in Minnesota alumni. So looking forward to having many more guests on next year. Thank you to everybody who took the time to join us. And I think that's pretty much all the shout outs. If I forgot somebody and thank you guys for listening and commenting and being in the I mean, the, these shows, we never know which way they're going to go because of uh, because of the comments. And that's uh, the most fun part for me. We've updated our board. As you can see, it's always hashtag Beat Coastal. It doesn't matter uh, how much how many of their players come here, how many of their coaching staff come here, even the head man himself. It's always Beat Coastal. And uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll be going that way uh, for life. All right, that is uh, quite the introduction. and let's uh bring on main man Brendan Schlitler and uh, while we're watching that video, I'm gonna turn my hat around because it's doing something real funky to my my bangs here. There he is. What's up, man? Are you in uh, St. Louis? Are you in Lynchburg? Where are you at? St. Louis. Awesome. awesome. Yes, sir. So last time doing this together this season. First of all, just thank you for uh being so consistent. I, I never even have to text you anymore. It's just you just show up and uh, you don't you don't get the questions beforehand, you just come on and answer whatever we got. So uh hey man, appreciate you being consistent. Speaking of being consistent. Uh, congratulations on a healthy season. I know that's part of the, the biggest part of the battle for some of you guys is just being out there and being on the field every game. Talk to us about the preparation that went in and how fortunate you feel and just how your body feels after an entire season.
1: Yeah, that's a big uh, attribute to a lot of the resources we have. <clears throat> you know, uh, previous strength staff and uh, nutrition and the training staff just done a great job, you know, keeping us healthy all year. And uh, especially going into year five, I made it a big point that that, that had to be the biggest focus because you become an old man and a senior citizen, you can get hurt a lot easier. So um, this is probably the best I've felt out of the last three seasons that I've started. So um, definitely excited to see what I can do to build on top of that for next season. Uh,
0: also, congratulations on some of the biggest wins in school history. We had BYU quickly followed up by Arkansas. Uh, I, I think that we've kind of all in our Mount Rushmore put them up there uh, for different reasons. You know, you had the vision with BYU, but then going on the road and beating a good SEC team in Arkansas, uh, probably the best team we beat. Um, you know, we ended eight and five, which was above the uh, win total that Vegas was predicting. Uh, we had a couple of huge wins in our belt um, with BYU and Arkansas and a few others at the, the start of the season was a phenomenal started 8 and 1 obviously didn't finish the way that we wanted to or we had hoped to but uh overall I-, I would say from my perspective from a fan's perspective a phenomenally successful season with some huge moments to look back on how do you feel is coming off of uh, an 8 and 5 season um how, what's your when when you look back you know it's pretty recent but when you look back 8 and 5 are you thinking, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we definitely had our opportunities, or are you thinking, man, we left a lot out there and kind of disappointed?
1: You know, I kind of feel in the middle because I think at times in the season we maximized our potential and we pulled out some wins. And I think at some point in the season, um, we didn't do that. So kind of feel on you know, a little bit in between there. Um, anytime you can beat the Arkansas b y BYUs. Um, I think we played like six or seven teams that went to bowl games this year, which is by far the most we've ever had. Um, A much improved UConn, a much improved New Mexico State. The schedule we thought was going to be the most difficult ever, and it ended up being more difficult than we anticipated at times. But um, definitely thrilled with how we fought and kept it close for most of the games um, and how we finished and found ways to win. Uh, Great start to the year, but obviously with what's happened the last month has been disappointing. Um, But, at the end of the day you know in the eyes of a lot it was a still great winning season you know major bowl game pulled off some big wins but we definitely left some out there
0: uh you guys are notorious for going to four straight bowl games but having a lot of fun at each bowl game i've heard so many stories from the coaching staff from players from fans about their amazing experience at each bowl game uh one uh is that kind of a focus for uh, the coaching staff so far? And uh, did you guys have a good time in Boca? I mean, uh, bis- dis- despite the game outcome, but from Thursday to-, to-, to Monday night, Tuesday morning, whatever it was, did you guys uh, end up enjoying yourselves down there?
1: Yeah, we had we had a great time. Uh, that was probably the best sight that we've had the last four years. Um, you know, it's always cool because when we, when we fought at the bowl games, the whole team goes. And wherever you go, it's somebody's first to do something. So sometimes it's somebody's first time to fly. Sometimes it's their first time at the beach. And uh, to be able to experience that with those guys is always awesome. And they put on events every single day that we go to and, you know, just talk and play games and stuff and compete. So uh, that was an awesome trip. I think the coaching staff did a great job at finding the happy medium between, you know, having your fun and enjoying what you deserve. But at the same time, when it's time to lock in, it's time to lock in. So, Um, they prepared us the best they could. And I thought, you know, the rest was up to us.
0: Talk to me a little bit about uh, the new coaching staff, Coach Chadwell in particular. Um, You guys had a team meeting with him. I'm sure you've had a couple of other conversations with him and uh, you know, what are your, what are your initial takeaways? You got one more year uh, to to be with uh, him as your head coach. Um, You've had a lot of turnover at your position group uh, coaches, but Just talk to me about Chadwell. What are your initial thoughts? What is something as we as fans would need to know about about our new head coach? He
1: seems – first thing, he seems super humble. He's a real genuine guy. Um, He's just like one of us. You know, you can can talk anything with him. So uh, he's been very evident, asking questions. He'll tell you why we're doing everything. Um, And that's how you earn our trust right away, and that's how you get buy-in. So um, he's already met with the whole team, and he's met with every single position group individually – And, um, you know, I'm sure some guys have had conversations with him already over the phone. Uh, He's super personable and um, he has laid out a great plan to do, you know, to create success at Liberty and add on to what he's done at his previous stops. So I'm super excited to buy in for my last year and see what we can do with him.
0: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this last. Uh, actually, I'm gonna toss this over to you, RT Rogers. Talk talk to talk to us a little bit about RT Rogers, who they are, and uh, their their faithful, loyal support of this segment all season long.
1: I don't got my hat with me, but uh, RT Rogers is owned and operated by Greg Rogers, uh, Liberty alum. They're an energy distribution center in West Virginia, and they deliver to six different States regardless of the fuel needs. They bring the best quality fuel and exceptional service right to your door. I know right now there's a lot of people calling them with the, the weather going on. So, uh, they're busy, but make them more busy if you need some help. So,
0: yeah. Hey, they, they have uh Greg. Thank you very much. Jacob, uh, Jake Vanneman and all the guys over there at RT Rogers really appreciate you guys and uh, all the hard work you're doing this winter to keep people warm and, uh, last one I got for you here is, uh, man, I, this is my last football podcast of the year. And to be honest with you, I kind of check out. I go on this huge debrief. I, I want to call it a sabbatical, a debrief. Just like, man, I'm ready for basketball. I kind of watch the bowl games halfheartedly, but I go a couple weeks where I just try not to look or read. This year is going to be different because the coaching changes. But I try to go a couple of weeks, three weeks, maybe without just even thinking about Liberty football and and uh, you know it's just it's just because we as a fan, as somebody who's doing this show and kind of engaged in it, I just need a break. So I know that if I need that, you as a player, you're back in St. Louis. You just got back from, home from Boca. Uh, you got a lot of family in, and you're getting catching up on family time that you haven't had since I don't know August. Uh, what is your you know, what is your mindset for this next month or two? Is it is it the same way? Do you kind of just like, man? Do you exhale big time? Like, who that was? That's over. Put everything I had into it. I need to reset for next year, kind of thing. Talk to us about that type of that process that you go through over this next month or two.
1: Yeah, the season's super long, and uh, to bring your best every single day, it is uh, mentally exhausting for that many weeks. So, for usually the first couple weeks after the bull game. You know, I still work out a little bit, make sure I don't get, you know, totally out of shape. And then mentally, um, I don't really try to think of football that much for a few weeks. But uh, once that second week of January rolls around and <clears throat> we're about to head back to the campus, that's when you got to click it back on because, you know, the winter workouts start. But mentally, it's not as hard in the winter because you're not studying all the film and watching games and stuff. So um, you get a little bit of a mental break until you start spring ball. Especially, when we're going to start a new offense. So, but uh, that mental side is big. I'm going to definitely recharge over the next couple of weeks and uh, come out hot with spring workouts. So we'll see what happens.
0: All right, I, I, since it's only uh, since it's only 7:45 out there in St. Louis, I'm going to sneak in one extra bonus question here Do for it. you, um, and that is about your senior year uh, coming up. Here, T- talk to me a little bit about your feelings of like, man, you get one more shot at this. You get one more year. Um, you know, I, I've been watching the portal every day. I haven't seen your name in the portal, but at the same time, I'm like, you yeah, know, you got one more year. Just talk to me about just your mental, where are you at mentally right now with like, man, I've done this for so long. Um, are you excited about one more year? Are you like, man, just let me, let me go ahead and get this year over with so I can start my, start my post-college career. I know it's a grind, man. So Uh, where are you at mentally right now and uh, looking for what is your mindset what are you going to try to get your mindset to headed into your last year and and with that uh, man I'm really going to miss seeing your mom and dad at games I know we still got a whole nother year but I'm going to (laughs) miss seeing your family and everybody at games Uh, and uh, so I'm mentally kind of prepping for my last year are you going to just kind of try to take in all the sights and sounds and just embrace it all or, or what's your kind of total mindset going into this final year have you not figured that out yet
1: i think the word that i have in my mind is going to be intentional so i'm going to be in, as intentional as possible with helping the young guys um and leaving the legacy that so many before me left and um i feel very blessed to have another year you know to stay and to buy into a new culture and to learn from new people and you know it's always it, it stinks to change but at the same time. Uh, to have a whole new group of grown great Christian men to learn from is a blessing. So, um, I'm just gonna be as intentional as possible with, you know, how I go about myself every single day and, uh, soak up every single minute I have. Cause you know, you think you have so much time here and you hear you have six years of eligibility and you just kind of accept the fact you're here for so long. And then you see your best buds go like Cooper McCall and those guys, and it kind of puts reality in your lap. So, um, But again, I'm just going to do my best to give it all I got for one more year and leave the legacy that, you know, the guys before me left.
0: All right, we got one more. Sorry, this came in the chat. Hey, 55, how difficult is it to learn a new offense with a new coach? You talked a little bit about just bringing in the new culture and everything's going to be new for you next year. That's kind of got to be refreshing. Um, You know, Coastal's offense, I was watching a little bit tonight and just have watched several games of their season They run what, I mean, I don't know, a pass, triple option. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, (laughs) What is your job going to be like different? uh, Just like initially looking at it, is your job going to be totally different or is it going to be similar?
1: I think a lot of the stuff as an offensive line is very similar. I think it's more the skill players on the perimeter as far as uh, how they distribute the ball out there with the option. But um, I expect it's not going to be too difficult to learn a new offense, specifically because – a lot of teams run the same stuff, which is coded and named differently. And anytime there's fancy wrinkles in the game plan and on different offenses, it's usually the quarterback, receivers, and running backs and not the offensive line. So I think it'd probably be easiest for us to learn a new offense as opposed to the new guys. Um, I know the quarterbacks and all the skill guys are going to have to learn how to pitch it a lot better and uh, you know deal with that option game on the perimeter. But I think for us, it'll be a smooth transition and uh we have a lot of old guys in our group still i think we have like six returning six years so i think uh just all the football we've played and uh knowing what we know it should be very smooth
0: hey very good stuff man and uh man i'm not gonna lie i got i got close to tears there the next year next year our last episode i'm I'm gonna have to like pass it off to somebody else i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do that uh did want to shout out uh, again, your mom is a saint. She she babysat uh, me and your dad and others at the on the bowl trip. Your mom is a wonderful woman. She's a saint. I nice uh, enjoyed, enjoyed having coffee with her. I guess it was probably Tuesday morning or something like that. But hey man, appreciate all you do. And uh, you're the man coming on here every week and just giving solid answers and giving us some insight. Next year, we're going to turn loose a little bit. It's your senior year. You got nothing to lose. New coaching staff, we're going to turn loose a little bit and, get in, uh, and quit with so much of the coach speak. How about that? Let's roll. Hey, let's get it. All right. Hey, man, Merry Christmas. Merry enjoy, Christmas. The rest of, uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday, and we'll see you down the road.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Well,
0: hey everybody,
2: right. my name is we... Jason Porter, I'm with Legacy Realty and Development and it's been a, a great partnership here with Sea of Red lately. Uh, I was with Liberty Athletics as the Associate Athletic Director for Sports Medicine, so took care of all of the uh, healthcare needs and coordinated that with a fantastic staff at Liberty um, in the Athletic Department of course for about uh, five or six years and then uh, moved into real estate full time and uh, with Legacy Realty and Development. And uh, it's just been a great pleasure to continue to stay connected with my Liberty University uh, family and the athletics family as well. I've been enjoying serving them. Uh, A lot of the um, graduate assistants and some of the staff that I hired has come back now and has uh, been using me for residential services, which I really appreciate, but certainly do residential real estate as far as buying and selling of homes, of course. And then also uh, we have a strong commercial presence as well. So commercial real estate, um, obviously very, very different animal than is residential. But uh, whether it's buying and selling commercial uh, properties or uh, just the leasing of properties, we can help with that as well. So it's uh, been a great uh, opportunity to service our commercial clients as well. And then certainly on the investment front too. a number of um, folks who have discovered the power of passive income through real estate and investing in real estate with rental properties or fix and flips, those kind of things. And so great joy to um, to serve my clients in that capacity as well. The uh, other thing that I would add, too, is just a very, very full Rolodex at this point of contractors and subs and just different professional contacts that I've made through the years. So if I can ever provide any of those folks to you and all of a sudden you need a plumber or an electrician or a contractor to build your deck, whatever, I'd certainly be glad to give you access to that Rolodex and those references as well, because a lot of times it's not exactly... you know it's uh, who you know that knows how to do the job well and so I would be glad to provide those services for you as well so love Flames Nation love taking care of um, my Liberty uh, family and if there's ever anything I can do for you my contact information is all right here on the screen and I would love to be uh, a service to you and yours thanks so much
0: All right. all right we have with us kyle Diarman. i gotta get you a new title uh, i got a good one worked out for john yours is going to sound something like this next season all right we have with us former player student coach and fan former i don't know i gotta work it out but here's There's a lot of main, things yeah it's a lot of things for sure yeah main man kyle Diarman. uh kyle thanks for joining us want to get your perspective honestly on the eight and five season what I mean, or do you leave with a bad taste in your mouth because we dropped off so bad at the end? Do you say, "Hey, you know what? We got some great wins." When you step back and try to look at this thing with a micro lens, a macro lens rather, uh, what what are your thoughts
3: on eight and five? I mean, I think it's it's disappointing, obviously, because you you think about the big wins that we had and, and thinking that we should have, you know, beat UConn, beat New Mexico State, uh, finished ten and three at the worst. And then, or, you know, yeah, 10 and three at the worst. And then going to the bowl game, possibly get win number 11, I guess. And, but I mean, we got to a bowl game, four straight bowl game. There's positives. I think being an independent, you know, the goal is to get to a bowl game every single year. And we did, and we did that. So, you know, I think that there's, there's positives to look, to look at it for sure. Uh, I think the last couple of weeks were tough last you know, the last regular season game, New Mexico state, that was tough. I mean, probably for the coaches and the players, just because everything that happened with the freeze stuff with Auburn, but you know, it's, it's dead and gone. And we, uh, we got to a bowl game, didn't win our fourth, which is disappointing and upsetting. And I think that's what it should be for flame fans. Like, it needs to be a thing where we are upset when we get to the bowl game, we don't win it um, when we don't finish the season out, out strong. Um, You know, it's tough, but I'm very proud of, of the guys and how they push through. And, you know, you see now, I mean, watching, you know, the coastal ECU game, two of their best defenders, one's a team captain opts out for this bowl game to train for the NFL draft um we didn't even we didn't have that you think about the two guys who most likely most likely will get drafted uh durell and pop Demario douglas and they both played and um so i think there's a lot of positives to look at for for this season
0: all right here's the comment three and oh with a head coach I, I think i'm gonna go with this for, for for a while and that is as long as we have a head coach we're three and oh in bowl games all right I got to get your thoughts on something else Kyle and that is what's right here behind me on my board. Let me move out of the way. It says Beat Coastal. <laughs> Talk to me about Jamie Chadwell, this guy that you coached against in in the Cure Bowl in 2020. Uh, you know, we've always been preaching Beat Coastal since, I don't know, 2008, something around there and it's just been a heated i mean i can't stand coastal honestly watching them on tv tonight i just get the heebie jeebies just like man i can't stand that teal what is that a beach chicken all that stuff and uh now we're going to like welcome their leader into yeah, you the have fold to. I, I, mean, know, I know i know
3: he's no longer he is no longer one of them his his most recent paycheck which was probably pretty nice about four times the amount that he's used to seeing on those paychecks uh, says Liberty University on it. So I know, but uh, staff and everything—it feels
0: like whoa, all right. Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa! I'll do you have
3: any again. problems? That's all I'm asking.
0: That's the question. Do you have, do have any, any problems? problems with with Coastal like being in our building? And it's like, ugh, or is it like, no? Hey, fresh start. This is a man who come here, and that's that's my question to you. Is like, all right, how hard was it to get over the swallow the? Hey man, that's a, that's an enemy behind, behind enemy lines type thing. Or is it just like, Hey, no, that's our new coach. I need it from your perspective.
3: (laughs) I I mean, I think that, uh, You didn't have any of it. You didn't have any of that. Like uh, it's coastal. No, I mean, I definitely initially had that before. I mean, I think we can rewind the tape and and go back to look at, you know, our emergency pod that we had. And I I think I said something like, (laughs) no, 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 do not want him. But, I started to warm up, started to, you know, get the loving feeling back in again. And I was like, all right, this guy can coach some ball. And especially once I heard, uh, you know, the players' reactions to his first team meeting, um, you know, I'm, I'm pumped about it. I think he's going to do a great job for the program. And, um, you know, we just got to trust that anybody that he brings – From Coastal, he feels like is going to help us get to the college football playoff. And that's ultimately what he has said. He said in his press conference, he's told, um, he said that to everybody. So he's not just going to bring every single person just because he is loyal to people. And that's what he does. I mean, he did it when he went from Charleston Southern to Coastal. That was the only thing that kind of had me worried was like, are you going to kind of go out of your, uh, you know, branch of, of people that you know? but Man, in the coaching world, I think you definitely you lean towards loyalty a lot because those are the guys that know you um, and that you know and your families know each other. And you kind of know what that guy will do for you to, to help win and help continue to push the program forward. So I, I do get that. He's not going to go out and just hire a bunch of just random people um, that he's never coached with. There's going to be some type of connection. Um, so I think he's going to put together a great staff whether it's guys from coastal or not, you know, you just got to trust that he has uh, the program's best interest in mind. And um, I think that he will, I think that, that he will do that. So it's Agreed. all right. I'm, I'm good. I'm feel, I feel good about it. Now I'm better. I'm all beat coastal still, but now it's just Tim Beck and whatever goons he hires down there to, uh, to coach him now. So it doesn't matter if, if they went to coastal, graduated from there. Once you step on campus, you become a Liberty flame and, and I'll, I'm, I'm backing you. We have one to, exception, Chad, on.
0: one exception, one exception. What? If we break any cinder blocks uh, anywhere, I'm out. <laughs> like we can, we're not doing that. All right. If you're watching this, Jamie, you probably don't know who we are yet. And, and you probably won't know who we are for like five or six years and that's okay. But listen, if you start breaking cinder blocks, we're going to, we're going to be right up in your DM saying, Hey, none of that here. Um, but if it works, if we're winning games, uh, yeah.
3: yeah, whatever, whatever helps win games. If it's center blocks, blocks, <laughs> right, that's break right. Them.
0: Yeah. John and I have been talking a lot about this and we'll bring him on here in a minute. But in the end, you know, whoever our head coach is in basketball and football and whatever sport, as long as we're getting wins, quality bowl games, NCAA tournament uh, births, it doesn't matter. Like, let's just get the wins. Let's get there as fans. That's what we're going to look back on. Um. All right. Last question before we bring in John here. And I want to know from your perspective, uh, let's give coach Aldridge who went out, who went to Auburn to be their linebacker coach. Great opportunity for him. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to have a good opportunity to be in the sec and uh, really happy for him. Honestly, would love to have had him here, but man, when you start talking about like jobs and opportunities he wasn't tied to this, but he's only been here for four years, and he just took the best job possible, excited for him and his family. Um, but let's give him a grade. Let's talk about how did he do as an interim coach? Did he have the guys ready to play? Um, what was your sense from um, everybody involved in the program to the players? You were in Boca. You saw how the team was uh, came out. Were they ready to play? Um, how did he do as an interim head coach? Let's give him a grade.
3: Um, I think that you got to give them a, a B plus, I mean, even, even an A, A minus. I mean, the only thing that would make it an A plus is if we won, because if you think about it, like I've already said, like Darrell and, and Demario both played, we didn't have any guys opt out. There were some guys that transferred obviously, and those guys didn't play some guys that were in the transfer portal, uh, Dre Butler being one, um, that did play. And, you know, played hard. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. So for Josh to get those guys to play that hard, unbelievable job. I mean, that's so hard to do, especially now in the transfer portal uh, day and time when, you, when guys can just jump in the portal and go take visits and start talking to coaches, you know, to keep them focused. It honestly just looked like a normal 2022 Liberty football game. Like defense held them, offense struggled. Like it looked exactly the same. It it did not even look like Hugh Freeze wasn't there, you know. Because we just we struggled on offense a little bit, you know. We scored early, you know. We could move the ball, missed a field goal. I mean, it just kind of looked like a normal game for us. Uh, So I think Josh did a great job. I think Coach K did a great job. Um, And I'm happy for for Coach Aldridge and his family and. I uh, would have loved to seen him stay, but totally get the, you know, the opportunity. I mean, just four years ago, he was a division two uh, position coach and now he's a, you know, a, a power five linebacker position coach at, at one of the, you know, top schools in the, in the country. So yeah, I'm stoked for him, but I would say B plus. For yeah, sure. totally. I mean, I, I thought he did a great job. Great job
0: totally agree the team came out ready to play you didn't see any of the negative energy uh brendan just told us they had a great time at the bowl game um seemed like seemed like everybody had, i mean all, all but win um and that yeah, is and a- you gotta
3: and you gotta think too like it's so hard for those guys because you know most of them don't know what's like are they going are they going to get to go to auburn as a position coach like they're they have to start looking for other jobs and you know if chadwell's already told them like hey i'm not going to retain you you've done a great job um they have to start looking for other jobs so you are thinking about other things the entire time that you're trying to prep for this game so for josh to to like be able to focus and get everybody focused and he mixed it up i mean the guys were or you know they're they're sunday's best uh on the on the plane it's all those pictures i mean it was so awesome they just had a blast and i think that he did a great job with it so yeah i think we should we should all be very grateful for how he handled and took over the program for the time that he had it yep b plus i'm
0: with you on that maybe even a minus uh i don't know if i can give him an a without winning the game but b plus did everything he could great job uh, Coach Aldridge, nothing but the best for you and everybody else that goes down to Auburn. I mean, Freeze is going to be loyal to his guys. That whole coaching staff, everybody's going to have an opportunity down there. Good luck down there. I'm going to be clapping for you. But yeah, and I same- think
3: that they'll, you know, they'll be cheering for Liberty too. I think, I think that Lynchburg oh, and Liberty made a, made an impact on on all of them. Um, You know, it's funny. I don't, I know we're we're going to move on, I'm not talk about Coach Freeze anymore. But in his press conference on Wednesday for signing day. He was like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to leave here and go home. Uh, and then he was like, he kind of like stopped himself and was like home. I mean, like, you know, back where our house is currently. Uh, so he did call Lynchburg home.
0: Yeah, no, he, he was in Lynchburg. He spent the holidays here with Thomas Road, all that good stuff. And uh, man, nothing but the best for Hugh Freeze and, and that staff down there at Auburn. Um, but it is time to to turn the page and uh and, and you know, we're here to promote liberty and liberty flames and and that's coach chadwell and uh we're gonna get it all right speaking of that (laughs) the man who well we'll just ask him about it how about that let's bring on john manson and get his thoughts on on everything that's going on the founder creator all things a sea of red john manson (laughs) There he is. There he is, John Manson. What's up, man? Uh, creator, founder, all things Sea of Red. Oh, also my good friend. I forgot to add that into the title. John, you're on mute.
3: John, come on. Yeah, you're muted here.
0: That's is that on producer oh, Nick or Rookie. is that on? That's John on me. That on Rookie, Rookie mistake. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Oh man, John. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked Kyle. Kyle, you can be thinking of your question for John here. But I'm gonna ask you the same thing I asked Kyle. Eight and five. Uh, it's a little bit better than Vegas predicted. We started eight and one. Uh as you have looked back on the season over the last few days, uh, disappointment, success, somewhere in the middle. Don't know yet. Haven't formulated your opinion. What do you think? Yeah.
5: Well, I've been listening to you guys and uh, I agree with both Kyle and, and uh, Brendan, what they said kind of in the middle. I mean, you know, to get to eight and one and, and have those wins over BYU and Arkansas, that's not something any anybody will ever be able to take away from us, this team, this program. Uh, those are a lot of really good moments. And uh, you know, to, to win eight games, you know, back before the season started, I picked us to be eight and four uh, this year. So to get to eight and four, Um, regardless of how we ended up there was, you know, a solid season, Um, you know, wins over BYU and Arkansas, like I said, are, are, you know, flagship type wins for the program and, and uh, we'll always have those, but yeah, the way it kind of ended, it it really hurts. It stings, um, you know, to lose to um, UConn, Virginia tech and New Mexico state. And then in the bowl game, all games that we could have, and maybe should have won, uh, is certainly disappointing. And I, w- I was right there with Kyle. You know, after 8-1, and one, you're sitting there start counting your wins up. And, like, man, we can get to, you know, 9, 10, 11 wins. And and I've learned to not do that before because I did that after we beat Baylor back in 2017. I was sitting there looking at the schedule, like, man, Jackson, Jacksonville State's the only team that's going to have a chance to to beat us uh, this year. So, um, you know, and then that didn't happen. I think we ended up, what, 6-6 six and six that year so. Um, uh, I've got, I've learned to not count wins, but yet at the same time here, I was eight and one starting to count wins, but, uh, all in all, looking back on it, it's a successful season, uh, disappointing end to the year, but at the same time, you know, ready for this new chapter in this new era under, uh, coach Chadwell.
3: John, what do you think about, um, like, I know, I know that today you tweeted out, uh, you know, that rumor is Tony Washington from West Virginia, uh, is coming as the wide receivers coach you know what does that say about liberty where a guy would would come from a power five school like west virginia what does it say about liberty and what does it say about chadwell i guess you know where he says hey you know i'm at the power five level i'm gonna go to liberty which people may say why are you stepping down to a group of five uh to go back with chadwell to try to help us win conference usa championships
5: well, yeah, sure. I mean, you look at that uh, and it starts with Chadwell coming here. A lot of people were like, you know, when we were first talking about the job opening after Freeze left or, you know, and and Chadwell was being mentioned, a lot of people were like, are you sure that's a step down or it's a lateral move at best and and things like that. But I think Liberty's proven proven uh, through this coaching cycle and through the, you know, past few years that it, it is a premier G5 uh, program in the country. And to be able to get Chadwell speaks to that. And then uh, yeah, Coach Washington, a wide receivers coach at West Virginia, that adds to it. But I think it's a couple of things that play there as well, too. I mean, yeah, he's coming from West Virginia to here, but uh, he has a past with uh, Coach Chadwell having coached with him at Coastal for two years. So, you know, you never know how those dynamics are working with him, with Coach Brown up at uh, WVU, and and maybe he just thought a change of scenery would be good for him. And plus, Coach Brown's got a lot of uh, heat uh, going on uh, up there this year, there was rumors of him getting fired this past season. Um, you know, so maybe he thought coming here and, and jumping off a sinking ship would be best for him and his his uh, future career. He's still a young guy. I mean, he's uh, Coach Washington is. I mean, he's just a few years removed from the NFL and he's got a long ways to go. So if he can jump on board here at Liberty and have a successful run these next you know however many years, and it can launch his career further than than what he's already been able to accomplish.
3: Yeah, I think that uh, you know, I know that Tony Washington is is good friends with Mike Brown, uh, you know, Liberty alumni. So uh, I'm sure that he reached out to him and, and asked him, you know, what it was like in Lynchburg and and got all the all the good feedback. But what are the other names? Any other names that you're hearing for uh, potential guys to join join the staff uh, at Liberty under Chadwell? Yeah,
5: I mean, we're obviously going to get some coastal guys. I mean, it you know to have ten uh, on-field assistants. Uh, Coming in, you're going to obviously get a few. I think we'll see four or five or six of those guys roughly, uh, mainly on the offensive side of the ball. Um, And, you know, they're playing right now. So uh, second half of the game has probably just started. I was watching it a minute ago. But, um, you know, I think you'll see Willie Corn come in probably as a uh, quarterback's coach, co-offensive coordinator um you know there, there's a few other guys there. Uh defensive line coach Skyler McGee is another one that has been rumored to to be coming here um uh, so I think you see a few guys from from Coastal uh, I'd love to see at least one guy stay on from um from Liberty staff I mean uh, I know a lot of them have already moved on or their slots already been filled but maybe like a Jack Curtis, the safeties coach, if he's a guy that could stay on, that'd be great just for some continuity. And I'm really intrigued to see who the defensive coordinator is going to be. I mean, you know, we were hoping and kind of praying that it'd be Aldridge. And then obviously that didn't happen. And, uh, you know, will will it be uh, or Curtis? Could he slide into that slide? Could be somebody uh, from outside? Um, or does, you know, Kyle DeArmond come back on staff? Like that question is,
3: is right there. That's a great question. As defensive coordinator, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I mean, I, I could do it. I'm all in, uh, but no, I'm, I, uh, I will put the rumors uh, to bed here on the show tonight. I am not returning uh, to the coaching staff. I'm sorry for to everyone. Very sad night. At least not yet.
0: All right, John. Can you hear me? By the way, I got you. All right, I, I got a question about your. Uh, your awards that you gave out for the season Um, day day offensive MVP uh, didn't play the last what five games of the year uh, four games of the year John will an offensive lineman ever win that award I'm asking for a friend Uh, I'm not saying that anybody text me but will an offensive lineman ever be eligible for the a of red offensive player of the year award has a offensive lineman ever won NFL MVP
5: or Conference Player of the Year in any Division One conference you've ever seen? Uh, no, probably not. Now, now, no offense to Brendan or any other lineman. <laughs> it, uh, Brendan
0: did text me, but just for the for the record,
5: yeah, no, no offense to him or anybody else. I mean, they, I'm sure there's been times they should probably be uh, uh, included in that list, but I mean. Honestly, and going back through those awards, I was trying to come up with an award, make up an award for Demario because he didn't get any award. And as as good as he is, and as great of a player as he is, and as big of a production uh, that he had uh, to the team this year, it felt uh, like I was cheating him from not having him in some type of award. But um, you know, Day Day kind of got the nod because I mean, we were eight and one with him on the field, and then you know, the four games he was out, we were zero and four. Now that doesn't mean you know if he was playing that we would have won all four of those games or even won a couple of them. But I think we probably beat UConn with day day and in the lineup. And, um, you know, I think we could probably squeak out one of the other two as well. Uh, but, but you never know. I think, I think, um, think day, definitely deserved it. And, uh, but yeah, I don't think you'll ever see a, a lineman get, get it, but you did have Xavier Gatlin got the uh, newcomer of the year on the offense. So shout out to the lineman there.
3: No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I don't think that uh I mean, I agree with you 100% on Day winning MVP. When you when you look at when you look at our offensive production when he went down, I mean, it's so hard as a play caller once a guy like that gets hurt because you naturally don't you don't when it, when it's when it's a guy like Day who ha, who is a baller um, you know, you feel comfortable really calling a run play on on second and short, third and short, or whatever. Um, and the defense obviously has to react to that. When when you don't have that guy, you know, they don't necessarily have to, like, think about him very much. And it changes your mindset as a play caller, too. So, yeah, I think Dede is obviously – I think he was a great, great force, MVP for sure. I think DeMario was, like – you know, most dynamic. I mean, when he touched the ball, you just didn't know what was going to happen. But, uh, man, I would think it was a, a great season by Day Day.
0: So you gave Day Day offensive MVP, Durrell defensive MVP, special teams MVP. Aiden Alves had a great season. Alves, Alves, I've heard it said both ways. Uh, Xavier Gadlin, offensive newcomer of the year. And then defensive newcomer of the year, Mike Smith, Jr., The one that I had a question about, and I thought you get – I don't know. I'm going to get your thoughts on this. All those seem pretty easy. Um, The one that I maybe had a question about was most improved, and you gave that to Kendi Charles. uh, Had a phenomenal season. uh, Did okay last year as well. Um, Were there any other candidates or were there any other categories that were maybe a little difficult to decide? All those seem like shoe-ins for me. Uh, I agree agree totally. Uh, was there any other category that was maybe up up for debate? And um, was it the most improved? Yeah, most improved
5: was one of them. Defensive uh, MVP was difficult too. And if I did have that newcomer Defense of the Year to to give out as well, because uh, because Mike Smith really. Could have won that. I mean, Darrell Johnson had just an amazing year, and if you look at his TFL and sack numbers, you know he set program records for TFLs in a regular season, and uh, you know it, it was it was quite the season he had. But but Mike Smith was right there as well too. I mean, he he had an amazing year, led the team in tackles, and and it seems like Liberty's just been able to do that the last three or four years. Uh, Under Coach Freeze, Coach Simons and Coach Aldridge on the defensive side, uh, just constantly bring in defensive uh, or linebackers that that slide in, you know, seamless seamlessly. But but yeah, I mean, uh, Kendi Charles kind of and I think even wrote wrote it in the description there a little bit, kind of seemed like a cheating to put him in there as as most improved because it's not like he really I mean he did improve but he was good last year too he just had more uh more playing time this year and was able to showcase his abilities a little bit more but but he's a stud I I felt like Dennis Asagade probably deserved to be on there somewhere because he he was a really good uh good player and he, he pushed Mike Smith for that newcomer of the year on the defensive side of the ball um but then also rookie of the year I mean you know, and that, that speaks to, you know, really the depth that has been built on this roster is it used to be, you know, that went to Bryland Green, as you see there. But it used to be, you know, even last year, there, there were several guys that you could choose between that that had solid contributions. But this year, there really weren't a ton of uh, true freshmen. I mean, we had some redshirt freshmen that played uh, significant snaps, but there weren't a ton of true freshmen that, that got on the field frequently enough to be included in that for that award. And Bryland might have been the only one as a true freshman that played every single game this year. So uh, that just speaks to the uh, the depth of the team.
0: Okay. Uh, last question before we bring in Richie Longshots. And that is a, well. First of all, um, yes, most improved could have could have gone to to a couple of others Kendi well deserving um but the question is about that that freshman Brylon Green being the only one getting playing time uh John what were your thoughts about uh coach Chadwell's comments during his press conference about building with high schoolers versus the portal he said he was going to plug in you know needs and and talent in the portal that's totally different than what it felt like the previous coaching staff had in mind. Um, what were your thoughts about uh, what were your thoughts about Coach Chabwell's comments? And do you think that's a, the right approach at Liberty? What have you seen be successful? Uh, did you take it to be that he he really is going to try to recruit and uh, build with high schoolers? And just what your what's your thoughts on those comments?
5: Yeah, I mean, Coach Freeze has had tremendous success with the portal. You know, being able to grab guys that could plug and play, like I mentioned, that linebacker the past few years. Uh, you've had several others. I mean, Skyler Thomas, uh, safety that that was really good uh, for the Flames last year, and and pretty much all all over the roster, he's been able to go in day day. Uh, TJ Green last year, at running back. I mean, it's it's nonstop list of guys uh, from the portal that that Freeze was able to use it and. And throw in there, and they immediately contributed. Xavier Gadlin, another one, um, you know, and I think I think at the same time he also liked to recruit uh, the high school kids too, because I mean, you know, if you bring in, used to be the rule was you could have no more than twenty five new scholarship players uh, to your roster in any given signing class, and used to be you know twelve to seventeen somewhere in that range. Uh, The last couple of years would be high school guys that that Freeze was bringing in. And if you look at the makeup so far this year, it looks like you're going to have about the same amount. I think we're at uh, 13 or 14 uh, high school signees, and you'll probably add a handful more in the February signing period. Uh, But I think Coach Chadwell is really targeting lots of guys in the portal uh, he said he wants to get a quarterback. He wants to get a running back. And Quentin Cooley is a guy from Wake Forest that's going to come in and and uh, be able to to kind of fill in some of the, the loss there from T.J. Green leaving and then also Day Day coming back from injury. So I think you'll still see a good mix, you know, where you'll see him go out and find, you know, what he hopes are, are the right fits to plug and play at certain spots uh, where we need a, a plug immediately somebody that can come in and play immediately and fill fill out the roster because you you know the portal gives and takes away right I mean you have guys like Ahmad Walker that you lose as a linebacker who was a starter and and probably was going to be counted on the next couple of years to kind of solidify that spot now all of a sudden you got that hole you need to go fill that in and you heard coach Chad will talk about wanting to bring in a linebacker through the portal um, that type of stuff happens Demario leaving early going to the uh, to the league, you know, now you need to go out and get a receiver. So I think you'll always have the need to add some guys out of the portal. But I think Coach Chadwell will also, uh, you know, still, you know, like that foundation through uh, high school guys.
0: All right, John, uh, I, I kind of agree that, uh, you know, we'll see how it, how it goes. Uh, Chadwell, hopefully, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Freeze was basically saying that his first year here, or maybe two years, he was saying that this place recruited better than he uh, he gave it credit for, and he said, "You know, we we basically we committed to guys who, you know, basically he 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 recruited. I don't know what I'm trying to say. He recruited. Uh, he didn't recruit as well. Kyle, take over here. What do you got?
3: We uh, I'll help you out here, Chad. Uh, when we were recruiting high school guys, we were really recruiting Liberty Liberty fits and, uh, and guys that wanted to be here." Um, and I think that it was very different for Freeze to kind of see that, um, coming from Ole Miss and not really having to recruit to a, a specific type of person. So I think for for Liberty and for Chadwell, he's going to have to recruit guys that fit at Liberty. It's obviously a lot different than when any of us went to school there, uh, and it continues to kind of uh, just grow. I would say, and so. I think it's not as hard to recruit people at Lib- to Liberty anymore uh, because of certain things have changed. But I think it's Liberty is definitely a place where you have to get people on campus. Once you get them on campus, uh, then your chance of signing them skyrockets because of our facilities and our people. It uh, really makes a difference. Is that what you're going to say, Chad? Or uh, yeah, you know? thank you. Yes, <laughs> that's
0: exactly what I was going to say. All right, let's bring in Richie Longshots before I talk myself into a Bolivian over here. Uh, so let's hit, the, well, first of all, let's hit the ironclad commercial and then let's check Nick, uh, producer Nick's skills here to get us straight from that commercial over into Richie Longshots. Uh, it's not an easy transition for those of you watching on YouTube, but, uh, here we're going to put Nick, producer Nick right on, uh, right on blast here.
4: Virginia's
1: best and most flames-friendly coffee comes from Ironclad Coffee Roasters.
4: Ironclad roast and serves up their beautiful beans at two cafes in Richmond, but you can enjoy their crafted roasted specialty beans from anywhere in the country by visiting www.ironcladcoffee.com. Place your order there
0: and it'll be roasted to your order and shipped out directly to your
3: doorstep. Whenever you find yourself in the Commonwealth, pay them a visit at their two cafes in the Richmond area. Ironclad's owners, the O'Rourke family, are proud Flames Club members and are pleased to sponsor these podcasts by Sea Red. Hop
4: hop on over to their website at www.ironcladcoffee.com now to get Virginia's best specialty coffee headed your way.
0: Oh, man there he is uh let's bring in kyle also let's have all four all right richie we're gonna just gonna fire shots uh fire shots at you i hope you're ready
4: yeah the boca boys we, we we got more than one half of the boca boys uh back together great again. trip great awesome trip Awesome trip
0: man that was so fun i have been monitoring social media uh just checking like all the pictures you guys are posting just to be, just to like make sure that my reputation in the community isn't going to be tanked by some like a uh, uh, you know erroneous picture. Posted. It would have had to have been photoshopped, Chad. Yeah, it would have definitely had to have been photoshopped. Uh, Nick, phenomenal transition there. You uh, you almost nailed it. Um, all right, Richie, uh, we're glad to What are you? What are you rocking tonight? Honestly, Richie, touch- how do
4: you feel? How do you feel about the over? Is the over? Is the over still dead? No, back alive. All-time reverse jinx by me on the bird. Um, Just some fishy stuff going on early. We're at 52 points right now, and I need 66 or 67, and I think they're calling uh, DPI right here. I'm on a slight delay because I'm streaming. I'm in my office. and uh, So I think, yeah, they're going to call that DPI. So, no, I'm feeling good. What do you think about Coastal Carolina's defense? Um, I don't love defenses in bowl games. It is what it is. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you think about their defense? Yes or no. ECU's got a really good offense. So I have no comment. (laughs) ECU's got a great offense. Look that week one, they played Carolina. It was a great game. Austin, how much debt am I in? Uh, I'm not in debt.
0: All right. So here's what I want to say. First of all, very nice Malik Jersey. If you could show that off man that is so nice uh second thing i want to say is you're having a decent hair night not your best hair night
4: it's decent.
0: Uh, th- third thing i want to say is man it was so good meeting you and hanging out in boca raton with all the with everyone uh this guy is a straight up legend uh me john and kyle were just kind of like standing over at the tent just like By ourselves eating some barbecue hanging out mike hagan came over said hello richie was out shaking every hand everybody was coming up to him saying hey man love your stuff love your stuff and he was just like you know he's such a celebrity uh really really uh I mean, he kind of, he kind of, it was humbling to be honest with you. Um,
5: One of my best stories from the, uh, from Boca with Richie was Richie came up to me at the, uh, it was after the pep rally when we were over at that restaurant hanging out, watching the basketball game. Richie came up to me, John, John, can you introduce me to Ian? So I take him over to Ian and introduce him. And Ian's like, you don't need to introduce yourself. I know who you are. You're great. You're (laughs) you're a legend. I was like, man, this dude literally is a legend. It was great.
4: It it was super cool just to you know get out there. Um so much interaction uh on Twitter and, and through the chat here to you know to get to meet so many people face to face was awesome. Getting to meet Ian, getting to meet Hagen. Uh I did tell Hagen that if 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 Liberty won, I'd join the Flames Club. So tough break, bud. We'll have to uh think about it next year. Um, oh boy. Oh we got boy. to meet the, we got to meet the mayor of Boca multiple times. Um, that was a cool experience. So it was, uh, just a laundry list of people, uh, the entire trip. So definitely an awesome experience an awesome time. Just getting to hang out face to face, all of us, we really just spent legit the entire weekend with our entire group. Uh, shout out to Sam shout out to CT, um, and shout out to Zeke. Not all of us live right now, but making up the rest of the, the Boca boy crew. We we legit spent from the time. My plane landed. I walked out of the airport, and they were right there waiting for me. I was I was hoping we were going to get a little sign like Richie Longshots, like they do in movies. But I'll take I'll take the pull up service. And and once I got in that in that uh, that SUV John had, we were we were together the whole trip. It was awesome.
0: All right, before we get into your picks, Ow. this has come straight from Turtle Man. Uh, and I need to know, please, no stags. Coastal does not want him back in the worst way. Guys, are you uh give me a thumbs up? You don't have to give like like a, a a whole answer here unless you just want to. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up being like you think stags is coming. Thumbs down being like, eh, I'm leaning that he's probably not coming. I believe the fifth. <laughs> Kyle's in the middle. John's not I'm saying. I'm in the middle. Oh no, I'm the only one that thumbs down. I'm a uh, I'm a
4: lean down. Like uh, down. if it
0: happens, guess what? If it happens, I'm gonna be the first one on campus welcoming him with a big hug and being like, hey dude, <laughs> change your defense. <laughs> Let's get something that works. But honestly, I don't know if you guys saw the tweets, but defensive defensive efficiency has been uh, on point down there at coastal. All right, Richie, this is your segment. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs>
3: What does that mean? Do I could even... barely say
0: it, so I don't know what it means. Um, I don't want him, but if he comes, I'll welcome him. Kind of similar to Chadwell. I, so somebody uh, wants him. Oh man, um, I or... don't know. All right, Richie, okay. what Next. are your picks for the bowl games? Uh, we're gonna give the full screen to Richie. Take us through these bowl games here for just like I don't know your record time, but let let's let's get it.
4: We'll we'll try to match it. So right off the bat, you can see my graphic piss poor, uh, not what producer Nick uh, does because that's because uh, he didn't do it. I did. So I was copying and pasting stuff from the Action Network. Uh, not ideal. 34 and 36. Last time you saw me, I was 33 and 36. That's because I counted Liberty plus uh, two and a half, three and a half, whatever it was uh, as a win in my book because I'm trying to get to 500 by the end of the year. Five games the rest of the way. I've been doing five games, uh, avoiding the playoff games like the plague because I think they are all coin flips. I have no idea what's going to happen. None of the teams, I think, are locks to win, and they really could go any which way. First up, Thursday night, Florida State, Oklahoma, minus 9.5. I'm not doing any games Wednesday because I'm going up to Newark to the Devils game. So if you're the praying type, pray for me when I'm in Newark tomorrow night. So Florida State, minus 9.5. Uh, Against Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma, they are dead where they lie. Uh, They have no interest in playing in this bowl game. Florida State has been a sneaky team all year uh, from their win week one against LSU, and I think they just roll in this bowl game. Next up, Friday, uh, 2 p.m., UCLA minus 5.5 against Pitt. I think Pitt stinks. Uh, Just something about Pitt. Always hated him. And UCLA has been hot all year. Uh, Chip Kelly, I don't know what his record in bowl games is, but I imagine it's good. I don't know. I'm going to assume it's good. I'm rolling with it. Um, South Carolina plus two and a half. Notre Dame stinks. Stinks. Uh, I think they're in a big time situation where uh, they might have made a bad hire last year in their bowl game. I only remember this. I had money on the game. Uh, They played Oklahoma state. They were up like 24 points, blew the lead, lost the game. Yes, Kyle.
3: Muted. You're on mute. Oh, nothing. I was just saying hi to uh, yeah. Hi. I was saying hi. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was Carry,
0: Carry on, Richie. That does not sorry. count. That does not count against your time. Keep going.
4: Neither does my communion break. Uh, South Carolina sneaky good closing late. Uh, beat Clemson. Big win over Tennessee. They're feeling themselves. Beamer was a great hire. I was very suspicious of it, but that turned out to be. The right choice, and I think that they are treating this game like it is their Super Bowl. I don't care that they just beat Clemson and that was their Super Bowl. Um, They're, you know, an opportunity to end the year beating Clemson and beating Notre Dame. I mean, you don't get that opportunity often. So uh, the fact that they're getting points, I will absolutely take that. Next up, we're on to the New Year's Eve games. I have a wedding Friday night, which is why I'm not touching any of the Friday night games. So We're on to Saturday morning at 12 p.m. when I'm sure I will be super spry without any issues at all. And at that point, I'm just going to want to take the over. Bama, Kansas State, uh, Bryce Young is playing. Uh, K-State is coming off. You know, these players, sorry, I'm looking up at the the ECU Coastal game, another flag. Um, These players at Kansas State, never in a million years thought they'd be playing against Bama in a New Year's Six Bowl. And it's so awesome for them. I think it's just going to be a great game. I love Deuce Vaughn. I love their quarterback. They they just beat TCU. They could score points. Bama can score points. Um, love the over. And This is just a classic. Noon on New Year's Eve. Bet the over. It didn't matter which two teams were playing. I was betting this over either way. And last but not least, Utah. I hate Penn State. I think Utah's pretty good. Uh, Cam Rising, the quarterback, fun to watch. Um, they were down big against USC early in the Pac12 championship game and they fought back uh, a very good team. Penn State didn't really impress me this year I, I you know the teams that uh, Utah beat the teams that Utah had to play I think overall a little bit better than Penn State Utah is gonna get up for this game. 34 and 36. I gotta go four and one to go above 500 three and two I'll be a game under 500 and at that point, I'll record an emergency podcast by myself with two picks, um, you know, in the national championship game for me to get to five hundred. So that's where we're at, and that's 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 where we're going. We're feeling good about it, and that's all that matters. We're feeling. First good of about all,
0: it. fantastic job getting through the five games. Second of all, we would not leave you. you hanging. We would give you the opportunity to go above five hundred. Third of all, uh, John Kyle. Um, the only one I love out of all of those is the Alabama over. Did you guys see one? Did you guys see one that you really liked? Also,
3: I like UCLA minus five and a half. I like that one a lot. I'm with them. I don't think Pitt's very good. And I think UCLA can can run that one up.
4: Yeah, the ACC stinks. Stinks. Yeah,
3: they were struggling.
5: I'm I'm on uh, USC plus two and a half Notre Dame is no good overrated and USC has had a really strong into uh, their season
3: so I like that pick Penn State Utah is tricky to me because I feel like Penn State is is your rank count going to feel good about it I I, I, don't, know. I don't
4: know Austin ask me on Tuesday <laughs> January 3rd
3: I feel like the uh yeah, I, I'm, I don't – the FS – nine and a half points is a lot. lot a not lot of points. That's a lot of points for Oklahoma. And then I feel like you're very emotional with the Utah-Penn State. I mean, the first thing you said was that you don't like Penn State. Like, that's very hard to bet and to trust, you know, uh, an expert when they, they come out and they immediately say that they do not like this certain team. That's why they're betting Utah.
4: Did I – when we when we were enjoying the coffee that we had hold on fourth and goal ecu don't spoil it for me because i'm delayed not why now. do we run these i said don't spoil it for me oh, sorry did we have this conversation about the gaggle of reasons i hate penn state there's about 12.
0: <laughs> no top of the list being his ex-girlfriend let's not go there and uh let's let's keep it kosher Hey, Richie, why oh, are yeah, you I remember. Ki- now Why I remember did you that. get kicked out of the uh, living room with the Christmas tree and everything? Why are you in your office? Tonight?
4: Oh, I'm in my office because my wife works a part-time job, uh, and she's going to walk in that door at any moment, and the dog is is going to go bananas, <laughs> and the last thing we want is my blind dog running around the living room, my wife coming in, talking to the blind dog while we're, while we're having the, these conversations, so... I've been relegated to the office. We're doing some house remodeling. I don't know if you could say remodeling. We're doing some maneuvering. So I think this is going to be my, the office is going to be my permanent home for 2023.
0: You're killing it in basketball. Um, yeah. And I'm hoping you get above 500 in football. John, can Alabama score 60, 56 points by themselves against Ken, uh, Kansas State? And uh, why is Notre Dame top 10 again this year? And as I told, it's not your girlfriend, your, your wife. Sorry, Richie.
5: As I told former uh, Liberty head coach, Hugh Freeze, I only focus on Liberty. So I don't know.
0: Oh man, that was the most stone cold answer I heard all year. <laughs> Freeze asked John why he like, how do we report these uh, injuries at other schools? How does this work at other schools? John and John said straight up stone cold. The best moment he's had in a sea of reds history. He said, I don't know, Coach Freeze. I only focus on I only focus on Liberty. That was did you amazing. feel
3: Did you feel pretty good after that? I mean, were oh you like, yes, he did. <clears throat> <clears throat> he gave you a it, little... <clears throat>
0: especially how the
5: last
4: few uh, weeks have gone. I feel really good about it now, John. Yeah. John, that's your uh, that's your Bill Belichick. We're on Cincinnati. We're on the he, Cincinnati. <laughs> I
0: only cover Liberty. That's I think <laughs> was the exact quote is I only cover Liberty. Ed we Ellis. need it on a
4: shirt. I get. Yeah. I, I feel like. Three times a week, I just give you shirt ideas. I'm like, put it on a shirt. I'm probably the only one that would buy the shirt, but I always have like good shirt ideas. If you feel but, like, buy, like, I will cover speaking- liberty, a sea of red.
3: That's great. Speaking of press conferences, John, can we get a mic for you guys asking questions? I get so frustrated listening to the coaches talk, and I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about because I can't hear what question was asked. Can we get that done? Can yeah. do you have enough pool to to get that to get that to happen?
5: Yeah, I will talk to uh, Ty Wetmore, and and one thing that I noticed with uh, Coach Chadwell, Coach Freeze was always real good at like almost repeating the question, so you could almost always tell what the question was. Coach Chadwell, at least in his first couple of uh, press conferences, he just goes right in and use all the uh, pronouns. He doesn't. He just says, "Yeah, him. He's he's a good guy," and he doesn't go back and repeat the uh, guys' names that you're asking about. So it was really hard to follow along and. uh I'll mention something to Todd and see if we can get stuff uh, squared
4: away next time.
0: All right. Uh, We're going to, we're going to read a
4: couple things to, uh, uh, you know, throw into Liberty athletics. I I put it in my blog that I don't know if John ever approved it. It's been sitting in drafts all day. I think, um, tomorrow, tomorrow.
5: tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow.
4: Perfect. Uh, so spoiler alert, can we get the fight song on Spotify Two. Can someone tell us the lyrics to the Alma mater? We were sitting at the, we're yes. sitting at the we're sitting at the Pepper Alley and they're playing the alma mater and everyone's just standing around looking at each other. Chad's yelling at people from Toledo, <laughs> and like in the middle of it, the band's like you! like and then just continued the song. Made no sense. No one
3: knows what it is. There, there wasn't ball. even a, there wasn't even a press release about like hey we have a new. Uh, it's not a fight song. What is it? What is it's it? An it's the alma mater. Alma mater. Okay, End of so the song. Arms around our everyone. Yeah. We're all going to link arms and sway back and forth and sing it. We didn't even get a press release. The, the Akron game, when I went to it, I was so confused when, like, the guys started to kind of run down to, to, like, high five everybody. And then uh, the players, like, stopped. The cheerleaders had were linked in arms, swaying back and forth. I was like, what is going on? I don't. And then I, I was so confused.
5: How how about we get the lyrics from Liberty Athletics, and I'll get it to you, Richie, in your next blog. You put it in there.
4: I I I spent, and yeah, then we, could yeah, yeah, we can sing it. We can sing it on right, the next guys, podcast, guys, guys, guys,
0: guys, Together, guys. Together, we'll guys. sing it. We're not talking about the alma mater anymore on this podcast. This is this might be my last podcast hosting for football, and uh, what we need to get to the hard hitting stuff, not the alma mater. One last question for everybody in here: John, Richie, Kyle. We'll go in that order. Uh, John, let's talk about Conference USA. Uh, what are how excited are you? What are your thoughts about um, you know the schedule and what Conference USA is going to look like next year and our strength of schedule with conference play? How excited are you to follow conference standings? Possibly host a conference championship game, Conference USA. Uh, John, you go first, Richie, and then Kyle. It it really feels like we're going into an entirely new era. Yeah, you have a new head
5: coach, but going into conference USA and and uh what this next year and the next few years is gonna bring is uh really exciting. I can't wait to get into it. Follow conference standings. That's something we've missed out on the last you know four years as an independent. And and it's something, you know, as we're talking about, you know, basketball season and conference plays starting up on uh Thursday night is that's a lot of fun to kind of follow the conference standings all year and, and to watch other games and pull against teams to, to, you know, help your case out in the standings. So I can't wait to do that uh, in football and even more so to be able to do it with a really good team, really good football team at the FBS level, competing, not just for bowl games. I think, you know, Kyle touched on that earlier is, You know, the last two years in November, we've lost three straight games in the regular season, and this year uh, was four straight, including the bowl game. But if we have that carrot dangling out in front of our our team and our players to, uh, you know, stay in the fight for a conference championship, stay in the fight to host a conference championship game, uh, then hopefully that'll push us over the, the, the hump. But and you you talked about Chad, the uh, being able to host a conference championship game. I think that's something that we forget about a lot is you know think how much fun that'll be to be able to play you know that Thanksgiving weekend or the weekend after championship weekend um, you know against the Western Kentucky or whoever it may be uh, at Williams Stadium uh, with, with a trip to a you know maybe a newer six a bowl game or a CFP. Uh, on the line here in the few in a few years Um, I'm really looking forward to it and I think coach Chadwell is a perfect guy to kind of you know continue taking us to that next level
0: Richie thoughts on Conference USA being in a conference conference standings all of that what are you what do you got
4: I think unless you're Notre Dame being an independent sucks being in a conference legitimizes the program. It legitimizes everything that you are trying to do. Like John said, there's that carrot. There's a reason to play all of those games. When we, you know, clinch that bowl game spot. What did we have left? We weren't weren't competing for a New Year's New Year's six bowl. This will force us to keep playing, you know, keep that high intensity up throughout November. We're also going to get to watch other games and have a rooted interest. Now it's like watch Liberty. What else do you need to watch? But Bingo. we're going to be able to, we're going to go. All right. We need uh, Western Kentucky to lose this game right now. We're now watching things from a different perspective with a different set of eyeballs. Um, so I just think it's going to be a great, it's also going to feel good to be part of the community, feel good to be part of the conference USA home. Having these games on ESPN on a weeknight, like to to have everyone looking at that, uh, you know, before the season starts conference championship futures, everything about it just legitimizes the program and allows us to, to have something to play for on top of just, all right, we're going to go win some random bowl game, but to have that opportunity to, to raise a banner that says conference champions to have the flags of all the other conference USA schools out like on the, the, you know, outside of our stadium. So I'm super excited for it. I didn't care which conference I was always anti-independent and I'm glad it's happening.
0: Nailed it. Richie. Love that take Kyle. What's your thoughts? Conference USA conference championship um, automatic birth into the, the, the new
3: expanded college football playoff. What do you got? Yeah, I'm stoked. I mean, I think about like, you know, when I played and being in the Big South, having having a conference rival, like that was huge, and that was really fun to be a part of. So who is that going to be in Conference USA? Is it going to be Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee State? You know, is it going to be FIU? Like what team is it going to be? Um, we may find out next year. Like the first time we get chippy with a team and start shoving back and forth, like, all right, or do we, do we now have – uh, beat Louisiana Tech shirts because we hate their guts, you know. And and I think beat UTEP, be, beat UTEP. That's right. But I think it's going to be really fun to have uh, conference rivals. I also think it's going to be it's going to be fun, and I think that there's going to be a lot of Liberty fans. And um, because I mean, this conference spreads all over. You got New Mexico State. You know, you got the two schools in Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, uh, and Kentucky. So. I mean, it really has the entire, you know, southeast area all the way over to New Mexico. Um, Those midweek games are going to be fun. But I think, like everybody said, the conference championship, uh, you know, the rival. um, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a really, really cool thing for our guys to have something to play for. It's really hard to play for just a bowl appearance because that's really the only thing that you're trying to play for as an independent So to be able to play for a conference championship, um, I mean, that's big. That's a really huge, that's that's big motivation. Um, And then, you know, to become one of the top group of five schools, you have to win constantly in your conference. And I think that we have the opportunity to do that year in and year out. You know, we're talking, um, you know, back to back, back to back to back. I mean, let's just win, 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 win. Conference championships over and over and over again, put a ton of banners up and then make a conference like the ACC have to bring us in because we've just dominated in a group of five conference for the last, you know, six years. So uh, I'm stoked about it. All right.
0: You just said ACC, right? Or did you say AAC or ACC? I said it. Okay. Well, I agree with all of you guys and uh, think that the conference is going to be so much fun and, you know, look no further than conference basketball, we're in the A Sun and I am studying like who's gonna win the A Sun and uh and all of that. So it's a lot of fun as a fan. Um, all right, let's get to final thoughts here. Um, just want to talk about John. Um any final thoughts here with conference USA 2022 football season, um, head coach Hugh Freeze leaving for Auburn, getting Jamie Chadwell to lead the program. What's your your overall thoughts on the football program right now and where we're headed and uh, just the excitement around the program? We'll go John, Richie, Kyle, just like we just did.
5: No, I'm really excited, just like I talked about. I
0: can't wait to see
5: uh, this staff Coach Chadwell puts together, and I'm sure we'll have that finalized here in the next week or two. And uh, looking forward to see uh, who all those guys are and and get to meet them and know some of them and their families a little bit and And uh, looking forward to see what this roster looks like next year. There's still a lot of unknowns, a lot of question marks. Uh, Who's going to be the Liberty quarterback next year? And will it be a, uh, you know, rotating uh, door there with three guys getting a start like it was this year? I don't think that'll be the case, but um, you know, injuries had something to do with that this year, but uh, I'm really excited about that. Looking forward to uh, coach Chadwell in the new era of Liberty football and, and uh, hopefully getting able to uh, play a conference championship at home and, and uh, hoist some banners here uh, as we move into uh, Conference USA.
0: Richie, what do you got?
4: I think it's been a great season. Um, obviously, l- some highs, some lows, but, but overall, I think we'll look back uh, at, at the positives uh, of this school year. Not the school year, of this football season. Arkansas um, and, and the BYU wins. Uh, excited for 23. I think this is a new era. There's a, I think there's a different vibe around the program. And I think that while Hugh Freeze and Jamie Chadwell um, have different paths to get to, I guess, the College Bowl playoffs or winning a conference championship, the, the, the paths are different. Same destination, different paths. And, and I think Liberty fans are going to be excited about this, um, uh, about what's coming. Uh, I saw Turtles comment away games my goal is to go to La Tech. I got a buddy who's a big La Tech fan. So if I can go to a La Tech game in 23, that would be the goal. But um, really just looking, I'm not looking too far ahead, just, you know, I- enjoying the, the, you know, filling out the the roster, the transfer portal, finalizing the, the coaching roster, spring ball, and, uh, you know, getting a schedule from there and uh, basketball and baseball still to come. But, uh, it's been an awesome year getting involved with everyone and with all of you. And, uh, you know, appreciate this and can't wait for next year.
3: Man, Richie, you're me cry. That was very, that was very touching. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, likewise uh, to everybody. Very thankful for this year. It was fun coming on. Uh, Chad just texted me being like, hey, would you mind jumping on the podcast to being a, a weekly regular, even doing a pod from. Uh, the back alleyway after a men's league softball game. So it's been a, it's been a good year. I'm very excited about next year is super excited about coach Chad. the staff that he brings in uh, the players that he brings in, hoping that we don't lose anybody else to the transfer portal. We can continue to build the program, win a bunch of conference championships uh, and just continue to progress. So super excited, uh, excited to move the attention now to the basketball team and, uh, watching those guys and also uh, shout out to our, our compadres who do the basketball podcast. Uh, make sure you guys tune in and listen to them, but uh, very thankful for uh, all of you guys in this podcast and everything, John, you do for a sea of red and excited to, to keep it going and to continue to make uh, this thing bigger and better every single year.
5: No, appreciate, appreciate that, Kyle. Appreciate you coming on richie, you as well. It's been a lot of fun and chat as well for, uh, for leading this ship, on the podcast with Chad. We got one final question for you as we sign off. Did Liberty upgrade its coaching uh, staff right here with the uh, coaching change?
0: Was it an upgrade for Liberty? Oh, and you're going to put me on the big screen. Thank you, uh, Nick Kirby, for that. Uh, Was it an upgrade? Let's talk about this uh, for just a second. And let's just say that uh, what Hugh Freeze did for the football team and not only the football team going to four straight bowl games. Thank you, Hugh Freeze, for that. Uh, what he did for our program in terms of um, national exposure, he went on to Bomb two or three times. He went on to SportsCenter at least two or three times. And uh, he was just straight up uh, the man in terms of uh, in getting us national exposure. 200 and some thousand followers on Twitter, that he constantly gave us love for he retweeted me so many times that i can't even count and uh my personal account every time Hugh Freeze would retweet me i'd get like 15 20 new followers uh did we upgrade i don't know and my initial response john honestly is no we didn't upgrade it was uh i'm going to i'm going to honestly get me an arm sleeve like malik had that said god's plan and uh, I think it was just perfect timing. What we needed was Freeze for four years. His straight-up promotional marketing, uh, advertising, and just straight-up, uh, I don't know, national promotion. That's what he gave us. Uh, I think Coastal just scored another t- another touchdown. No. Uh, ECU. ECU scored another touchdown. We're going just over. well, one, um, one
4: more point. It's not there yet.
0: But... Yes. Uh, did we upgrade? I don't know. I think Hugh was perfect for four seasons. And uh, what we're about to experience with Chadwell in the new era is uh, is going to, I don't know, if it's upgrade or just be perfect timing. What, so, what, I'll,
5: what I'll say, and just to kind of save you a little bit there, Chad, but what mm-hmm. I'll say is uh, I think Hugh Freeze was the perfect uh, coach for Liberty at the perfect time. Uh, You know, he was great for uh, uh, the fan base and what you kind of said. He was, uh, you know, kind of rallied us all together and pushed us forward. Uh, He kind of set this uh, program up uh, on a level for it to be able to compete at a Power 5 level with Power 5 uh, resources. That's not something that Chadwell has experience with. But at the same time, you know, that that can be true. And I think also that um, and I'm hopeful that Coach Chadwell is also the perfect coach for Liberty at the perfect time as we move forward into uh, Conference USA.
0: Yep, exactly. I think it's just timing is everything. Um, and uh, what what Freeze did for four years will not be replicated, will not be underappreciated. And um, what Chadwell is about to do also could not be replicated and will not be un- unappreciated. We're all flames for life. Um, Doesn't matter if you're a freeze guy, if you're a Chadwell guy, you are a Liberty guy. And that's that's 100 percent for sure. Um, My final thoughts on the season are I'm not disappointed. I think BYU, Arkansas, fantastic wins bowl game. It was so much fun seeing all of you guys We're getting to a bowl game for four for our fourth straight year. Um, You know, it worked out well. Um Freeze got his chance out at Auburn. I'm honestly, guys, I'm 100% pulling for him. If he's playing against Nick Saban, I want to see Freeze win the game and uh that's how it goes. Um All right, we've given you guys all your final thoughts. This is my final thoughts. Nick, if you want to put me on the big screen and uh exit all those guys out of here, this is what we're going to say is Liberty Football. If you can just imagine Five years ago where we were with Liberty football and then imagine that, hey, our goal now is to be ranked in the top 25 and to be in the college football playoff. Uh, It's amazing. And this ride has been so much fun uh, with Richie and Kyle and John and everybody else that's been a part of Liberty Twitter, Liberty following the Sea of Red. Um, Guys, we're headed there. What we have in front of us and what we've experienced so far, um, fans of Alabama, USC, you name the top programs in the country, would pay huge money to be a part of. And uh, what we've been able to experience as a fan base is unbelievable. Literally unbelievable. We went from FCS not making the FCS playoffs to hoping that we're making the college football playoff in the next three or four years with coach Chadwell Uh, this rise has been phenomenal shout out Ian McCall shout out every single person has been involved in this Uh, what a ride what an experience we've all had Um, you know we just lost one of our best coaches to Auburn who had a top 16 recruiting class and is looking to be a top 10 Um, (laughs) guys where we've come from Uh, to where we are is phenomenal and i am so excited to be a part of this ride with all of you uh thank you all for commenting all season long um you know we're just reading comments on youtube it's phenomenal been fun uh it's time to flip the page turn the page thursday night basketball let's go Bellerman. Uh then we got Lipscomb and then we got Jacksonville State. If you can't ex- get excited about a week full of hoops with those three teams, uh the revenge tour is what we're calling it, and uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh from all of us at a com, John, thank you for giving us this platform. Uh Kyle, thank you for joining us. Richie, thank you for everything this year. Um, Kyle and Richie are looking forward to hosting podcast next season and i'm looking forward to being part of that in terms of uh just passing on the torch and uh it's been a lot of fun so thank you guys for for joining along and uh this rise with us mantra that ian established two or three years ago it's real and uh are you going to rise with us and uh be a part of this uh trajectory and this tremendous uh rise so hey cheers I, I see you, Christian. Thank you very much, CT. Cheers. Everybody, raise your glass of Liberty Kool-Aid, and uh, we're off to a phenomenal 2022 season. Where we were to where we are, no question. We're one of the fastest-rising programs in all of FBS, and uh, we're looking forward to to continuing that. And with that, uh, looking forward to Thursday night. Let's get it. Let's beat Bellarmine. What do you say, Nick, producer Nick? Beat Bellerman. Let's get it.